Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to season three, wherever you get your podcasts. So if you are not following me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina or HCAT Wellness, you might be missing out. I have been working uber duper hard to get empowerment into more people's hands in the way that y'all know we do empowerment. It's not a buzzword here. We really share the difference between powered and empowered. So I have secret secret coming out to you right now. I have a new empowerment app in the works. It is opening with its first cohort of only eight people beginning on February 7th. I have been working so hard on this. If you are a person ready to unapologetically own your truth, without oppressing yourself or others, right? You know we're about empowerment. Head over to Instagram so you can apply to work with me on the drum roll, please. Own your individual culture quest. (laughs) I've been having a lot of fun with taking things that I have done privately for clients in one-on-one sessions and in groups, and I'm now trying to make it public. I want to bring the work to more people. It is an incredible six-week journey. It is full of daily adventure challenges to get you owning your truth without oppressing yourself or others. You get face-to-face time with me for two hours every week. The amount that you are saving joining this course to get face-to-face time with me and the other people who are going to be in this group is incredible. You deserve to be unapologetically you. So if that's your jam, head over to Instagram, ask me some questions, apply. You can click the link in my bio. Super, super easy. Get 30 minutes with me free. Do it. (laughs) Otherwise, every month this year on the podcast, I am inviting you to continue to get courageous by playing with a new topic. So all of January, this is the fourth episode now in this particular little mini section, all of January, I am inviting you and everyone you share this episode with to lean into empowering your individual culture. So if you listen to today's episode, you and I are both consenting to have a very playful experience that will help us diversify our ability to play with self-justice. Ooh, (laughs) it's not going to be everything y'all, but at least one facet to help us potentially transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment. So have a journal on hand or a good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode, because for now I'm curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. (sighs) So recently, I was talking with Dave Nunez of Mindless Digital Podcast, and I'm telling him this story, and uh, I'm going to tell it to you now. Once upon a time, 
I did my undergrad in Huntsville, Texas, which is a bigger city now than it was then. But one of the things that Dave asked me about being there, he said, you know, well, you know, it's got the college and this, that, and the other. And so, you know, it, how, how, you know, big of a cultural issue could it have been for you really? And, and so this is the story I told him. I said, well, Dave, I was working in a restaurant there and, uh, I will never, ever forget this moment. I was working at the restaurant. It was a seafood restaurant. And this couple came in, and they'd been in there several times before. And for the context of this couple, one of the things that they have asked upon coming into the restaurant is to be sat in the white section. That's a true story. And upon this this particular day, uh, they say whatever they say as I'm walking up. And not only has this been said, but they directly ask me and it does not occur to me to connect these two at this point for whatever reason they ask me to be sat with a female server and we say okay and they point to one in particular like that one right just so we're clear a white passing female and i say okay right and we sit him down with his wife and we look at who's next on the rotation And the universe could not have been laughing harder at this moment, uh, or challenging us more maybe, depending on how you want to look at this, because the next server in the lineup was not white passing female, was over six foot, football playing, black male. And because we were mindful of the situation at this point, we go to the server and we say, hey, you know, this is what's just happened. We've got this couple, they've come in before. We can sit them with someone else. It just means we're going to skip you on the rotation. We, you know, we give you the extra table, whatever the case is there. Do you want to be sat with them? And he says, yes. He chooses to be the server for this table. Now, a few moments go by. I don't notice anything. I'm standing up where the hostess stand is. I'm waiting for a table. I was a server at the time. And I look over at that table and the man is glaring at me. That's really the only way that I can, I can describe it. He's gritting his teeth. He's glaring at me. And he just gives me this gesture, points at me. And he gives me this gesture, like, like a straight out of Mortal Kombat, like, get over here. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, okay. Now I am like optimistic, like militantly optimistic. And so I had pigtails on, they were super curly. I'm in my twenties, just so we're clear, right? Like super young twenties though. And I like bounce over to the tail, very happy-go-luckily. And I lean in with my hands on my knees, if you can imagine this. And I say, you know, what can I do for you? What's going on? You know? And he's very upset. He is livid. And he's telling me about how unhappy he is with the service he's received, how he asked to be sat with a different server. His wife chimes in, we always get terrible service from this server. And I'm standing there, you know, and I'd say to them, really, I am like so surprised to hear this because we have never gotten a complaint for this server. I know this server to be, and I do not say this to them, so gentle, so kind, just like a giant teddy bear. That is honestly how I would describe this person. And so... Uh, not what I said to them. No, I said, you know, oh my goodness. Well, I'm so you know, sorry to hear this. Should I get a manager? I'm happy to get you a manager so that we can get you a different server. And they just look at each other and look at me just like, no, you know, we'll be fine. Ugh, 
you know, right. And, and the disgust on their face is evident and, and the dis- disappointment on their face is evident. And I still continue smiling and I say, okay, all right, well, thank you so much. You guys have a good one. And I walk away. Now, while this has been happening in the table over, over yonder, uh, is my other friend sitting at a table solo came in to see us because he was friends with all of us. Also a black male. Now, because of what just happened, and I know that he knows what just happened. He'd heard what just happened. He was very close. I put my body in between their table and his table, and I mouthed to him, are you okay? I just check in with him, and I wait in silence. And Bose looks at me, and he says, I can't believe you just handled that like that. If that were me, I don't know what I would have done. And I want to pause the story here. I'm telling this story again to Dave, right? And in the podcast room. And naturally, Dave asks me what so many people ask me because I do so much trauma and identity work is, well, Nina, when you come up against that, what do you say? Pause. (laughs) So, In Dave's episode, I answered in in the best way that I could, but now that we have a little bit more time to process here, I want to invite you to consider that the real question is not, you know, when you come up against that, what do you say? The real question is, which part of you wants to say something and what is its intent? Now, if you've listened to the last three episodes, and I absolutely recommend you do because they have built on each other so that we can really lean into empowering individual culture this month. But if you listen to the Empowerment Spectrum episode, which I actually believe is the uh, episode two, it talks about the difference in intent. It might be a disempowered intent, right? Whatever part of you that wants to say something might want to put them down and put itself down. It might be a codependent intent, a neutral avoidant intent, a powered intent, or an empowered intent. And I really want you to ask yourself, what part of you that wants to say something, how is it trying to say it? So for the remainder of this episode, I want to talk about the idea of self-justice. And what I'm going to start with is the contrast of self-justice versus social justice. Do I have any social justice warriors out there? I know I do, right? Social justice warriors for everyone else. These are people who are fighting for the causes they believe in, and they're doing it on a large social scale. Social justice warriors are working with communities, organizations, businesses. They want to change systems. Yes, they want to disrupt systematic oppression and change it. That is social justice. Social justice warriors are critical for our society. They're so necessary. But very rarely, and I do mean very rarely, do we hear about people and self-justice. So I want to invite us to lean in on this. And of course, I want to ask, what is (laughs) self-justice? There is a TEDx talk that I would recommend to you. The uh, person speaking's name is Michelangelo Mangual, and the title is Self-Justice from the community for the community. I will put it in the show notes so that you can take a look at this if you'd like. 
One of the ways that Michelangelo describes self-justice is, quote unquote, being able to perform as best as one is able to for themselves. It's a selfish act or it seems like that. Some of your family and friends won't understand, but I'm on my way to a house right now. I own a 1,400 square foot business. Me and my wife are happier than ever. My son is four years old and he's playing t-ball. End that quote. The context of this is important because Michelangelo comes from, as he says in his own words, running the streets. He came from a world of drugs, of sex, of violence. These were the stories that he was, that were, were, and the words, right? It's sort of like the soup that was around him. This is what he was raised in, right? And maybe not intentionally, right? I'm sure his mother wasn't sitting there and was like, boy, I would just love to raise my son in a, you know, in a place that's filled with drugs and sex and violence, right? <laughs> no parent, to my knowledge, and healthy, well, well state of being, wants this for their child. But we end up in spaces that we may not necessarily want to be. We end up in spaces that maybe we want to be, but there may be stories there that we would not have chosen. But nonetheless, those are the stories that we end up bathing in. We bathe in them. It's the soup we can get lost in. And what we end up believing is this is what we should be. These are the things that should be our story. But as Michelangelo says, as you and I are going to speak about in the rest of this episode, self-justice is about choosing your stories and discovering the pieces that work for you to progress and own your truth. Your truth. Not everyone around you. Yours. Mm, mm, mm. So... Why is this important? Who is this for? What's the benefit? Everyone, my friend, and I'm talking everyone, enters this world and is bombarded by stories. We bathe in them. Stories about our age, our race, our gender, our sexual orientation, our ethnicity, our religion. Story upon story. And if you never stop and question those stories, oh my friend, you will be cast as what the world has decided you should be. Instead of doing yourself justice and discovering what you uniquely have to offer the world with your individual culture. Self-justice is for everyone who ever felt like they weren't enough. Everyone who ever felt the need to put someone down as if they weren't enough. Anyone who was told that they weren't enough and that they couldn't change it. Ooh, that was a lie. Let's get some review time going on. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is, of course, triggered. Can we play with that? What are some of the triggers that we are working with in this episode, friends. Check in with your body right now. I told a story that did involve racism, specifically against the black body. Was that triggering for you? I've told stories from Michelangelo Mangual in which he talks about drugs and sex and violence being the stories that he was raised with and how he flipped the script on that by doing himself justice, owning his individual culture and discovering the stories that spoke to him. 
Were there moments in that that were triggering for you? Explicitly in this episode, some of the triggers that we are working with are the I am not good enough triggers. The I'll never be more than I am right now trigger. The world wasn't built for people like me trigger. And of course, ultimately, the I'm too different trigger. And how there are moments in our lives where we will experience an engagement with someone else and these things will be triggered. These thoughts, these feelings will be triggered and we will behave in ways that we may not necessarily would intentionally behave. Implicitly, the narrative happening underneath all these is the idea that there is something wrong with you. It's not that something is wrong with you. It's something is wrong with the stories that you have been bathing in. And I want to ask you, are you doing yourself justice, friend? Now, there is a caveat to this. If you're harming yourself or others, I want to invite you to speak with someone else, likely a professional, because the tools in this episode, they're not going to be enough to challenge some of that narrative. But for the parts of you, and for those of you who are not in that space, for those of us who are being held back, minimized, misrepresented, and misunderstood due to a belief that you're not going to measure up, or that something is wrong with you, or that this is all that you deserve in life, I hear that one a lot, that this is all I deserve, Nina, maybe this is all I deserve. That's a lie. Oh, it's such, it's a lie. It's a lie that somebody told and they perpetuated it. And I want us to disrupt it because, friend, I have good news and I have great news. So the good news is, there's likely nothing wrong with you. You're a human being. You are both unique and a representation of your environment, whatever that environment is. You are part of the stories that you have been cast as. But you have an opportunity to choose stories intentionally. And that's the great news. Because you can see that now, you can start to empower yourself to question what's not working in your life. And I don't mean what do other people say is not working in your life. I want you to own your truth. What is not working in your life? Yeah, what isn't working for you? Because now you can see it and start to make progress toward what will work for you. Mm. Here's the part of the episode where I invite both you and I to disrupt these unhelpful narratives and flip the script. And remember, this is for people who struggle with minimizing themselves or others. Let's flip the script. Empower yourself to engage yourself, justice warrior. I want you to own your truth in the moment and begin to ask yourself, Man, what would progress look like for me? Not what they said progress would look like for me. Not what progress is supposed to look like for people my age, my ethnicity, my race, my religion, fill in the blank. But what does progress look like for you? I'm not talking about some huge unrealistic change based on some dominant social narrative. No, no, no. I'm talking about you. Just you. Your individual culture, your truth. What does progress look like for you? Where are you not doing yourself justice? 
And what would be the next step to begin to engage your self-justice warrior? If we take a minute and we go back to the story that I told earlier and we go back to Dave's question, you know, Nina, when you come up against that, what do you say? I want you to ask yourself, is it your social justice warrior ready to take on the pressure of a larger narrative Or is it your self-justice warrior that can come into the light and hold its ground for your truth, your unique human truth? We're nearing the end of the episode, and of course you know I am wondering, as always, what is your takeaway? Will you hit me up on Instagram at dramatherapistnina? I want to hear what it is, how this episode is impacting you because intent, as we know, is different than impact and my intention may not be impacting you quite the same way. For those of you who enjoy a bit of self-exploration, I'm going to leave you with a question for the upcoming week. Of course, I am inviting you to play with hard things. Think about the pieces that were triggering or resistant in this episode and ask yourself, am I the person who engages my self-justice warrior? Am I the person who wants to engage my self-justice warrior? Or am I the person who avoids the conflict, avoids owning my truth, and is not sure how to own my truth or find my self-justice warrior? And if any of those are the case, I want you to ask yourself how every day for the upcoming week until you listen to the next episode, my friend, how can I use a self-justice warrior to benefit me and those around me? Get curious and I will see you in the next episode. Because that's what we planned for today, folks. Thank you so much for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human. And if this has been helpful and you'd like to support Trigger Can We Play With That, please feel free to leave a rating and or review on iTunes. That's what actually helps new people find us when you do. Otherwise, stay curious. Stay curious.